This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. As I mentioned in my daily financial news, one of my exciting interviews today is with someone that has been doing Airbnb for more than five years. So I wanted to get him back on the channel and really talk about what's going on in the market. So let's welcome Kyle Stanley back to the show, uh, host of Fearless Investor. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good, Michael. It's been been a minute, so I'm excited to, to reconnect with you. Yeah, I haven't been to Fresno since early February. Uh, so oh my yeah, gosh, it's been that long? Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've wow. actually done deals entirely remote uh, for the first time, because usually I go see everything and touch it, feel it, kick rocks. But anyways, uh, yeah, I haven't <laughs> been to Fresno in a while. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's talk about Airbnb. Uh, in our first episode, let's remind people just about how I mean, how nervous we were. I remember talking in, I don't know if it was February or March, it might've been early April, but it was like, dude, I don't know. Right. This whole first lockdown of California, uh, that was scary. Let's, let's remind people where, where we were at, at least mentally back then. Yeah, it was, it was pretty terrifying to be honest. Um, Like it was yesterday because not only did we see, um, nine cancellations happened that day. And at that point I only had seven or eight Airbnbs, but I also talked to you that same day, had you on my show and you know, you're on here, you know, you were given a prediction and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm telling everyone about like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to lose our shirts. And, and so like, I was just, I was scared. Um, so it was about two weeks later that a friend of mine who does Airbnb in Europe, posted this video saying, Hey, listen, I've got 50 units that are all vacant. And the reason is because we have a shutdown over here in a travel ban and no one is allowed to travel right now. And so he basically said like, Hey, anyone in the U S you need to turn everything that you have for Airbnb over to month to month rentals, um, through like Craigslist and Facebook marketplace and all that. And so I, I didn't go full in on that advice, but I went about half in And, um, and that's where like, I was solidified in knowing that I do not want to be a regular landlord (laughs) if I ever do do that, because I want, I mean, I would bring in a property management company, I guess is what I would do. But, um, gosh, that was like two weeks of just being on the phones, talking to people, trying to pre-qualify people. And, And that's not what I'm used to with Airbnb, but it felt like at that time, a must decision for the business in case, we were headed to where Europe was, which was a travel ban. So right. it was all really scary in, in March and April. Yeah. And let's remind folks, right? Your Airbnbs, at least as I understand them, we're all in the kind of Fresno Central Valley area. It's not like you have stuff yeah. in the beach or the mountains or. Yeah. All all in Fresno or Clovis. Right. And your, your kind of market like January and before were traveling nurses, uh, you know, employees coming to the Valley for work, some vacations, right? All of that, but, you know, vacation... Fresno's not a beach, right? Fresno's right. not skiing, right? It's not right. one of those areas. So um, that's who your customer was, correct? 
Yeah, I tell people all the time, Fresno is a market that you have to come to, not that you want to come to. Ah, that's uh, good. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and and a good friend of mine who has about 20 or 30 in town too said the exact same thing. I was like, did you get that from me? He's like, no, I said <laughs> that all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's true. I mean, literally it's, it's families, it's business people. And then every once in a while, it's the person that says like, hey, I'm going to go to Yosemite and yeah. Fresno is way more affordable to stay in than Yosemite is. So Got it. um, it's a lot of that. All right. So let's, uh, so, okay. We were pretty scared. I was nervous as well. I didn't know it was coming. My first health crisis as well. Um, you may, you, you pivot at least slightly halfway uh, because again, you, you're, you're working your network. You're seeing what's going on rest of the world and going to Europe was a smart idea, right? Cause they were a month ahead of us. Yep. Right? They, they had suffered a spike about a month before us and you pivot. So then you go, you figure out, uh, and again, you're going month to month, you're filling them up because you're, you're just trying to survive at that point, right? You're not yeah. necessarily trying to profit like you were in Airbnb. It's, it's Kyle needs to survive exactly. to the end of this. Yeah. I just didn't want to lose money. That was the main thing. Um, which actually, you know, we, we still were making money for month to month furnished rentals, which, you know, that had been, my thing is, Hey, if this thing ever, if Airbnb ever gets shut down or, you know, in the back of my mind, never was there the thought of like, oh, if there's a pandemic that hits, yeah. you know, if, if there's a zombie apocalypse, like, no, that that never was a thought, but it happened. And so it put my plan B to the test, which was furnished rentals. And, you know, um, just to give you an example, uh, one of the houses that I, that I rented out, the market rent was probably about 1400 and I rented it out for 2100 um, wow. as a month to month. You know, so, um, but I will tell you this, um, when people are desperate to find a place, which a lot of people at that time were, they'll tell you anything that you want to hear. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to fill places. So for me being on the phones for 10 hours a day, I didn't even take the time to really think about like, okay, do I need to do a credit check on these people? Do I need to do a background check? And so I made that mistake. I learned the hard way. And we had actually two domestic violence issues mm. in our places and I had to kick some people out. Um, so it was, uh, it was a learning experience and it was something that um, I just know I don't, I don't want to go down that road again. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, you're a smart businessman. You, you, you had a plan B all along, right? Again, the mm. zombie apocalypse was a new twist, but again, you had a, you had a plan B, which is awesome. Furnished rentals. I didn't realize the discrepancy was that large, 700 bucks. Um, you know, 14 to 2100. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I have to look into that. Uh, so again, <laughs> when did the when did the light start to flicker? Because again, uh, Airbnb, really for the country got pretty dark. And then at some point, maybe it was the summer, it started to realize that you know what, Airbnb is the best of the kind of best of the options, right? Because still yeah. people aren't going to hotels, right? Everybody wants to avoid elevators, right? Touching stuff. Yeah. They want to avoid common lobbies, but the P Americans, just the spirit, they want to travel. They want to go places. They have to do things, right? Traveling nurses still have to do that. Um, you know, going to see family still has to happen. Um, yep. When did it, when did it start to flicker? And you're like, you know what? Airbnb might, might not only be okay, but it might be really strong. Well, as I mentioned, we transitioned about five of our eight over to month to month and we kept three as regular rentals mm -hmm. uh, or sorry, as, uh, as Airbnb rentals. Right. <clears throat> and, and so my goal in that was to just do some market research and see, okay, how's this performing compared to what the Airbnbs are doing? And Michael, it was crazy. I mean, 
I would say this was more of a Fresno market kind of thing. Um, but we did not see a drop off in occupancy. We stayed strong at about 90 to 95%. We did have to reduce our rates by about 10 to 15% just to get people in, um, which was not at all a bad thing. Hmm. Um, but I just, you know, by, by May, I was just like, you know what? I think it's time to start turning everything back into Airbnbs. Um, and so I had already prepped all of the month to month renters telling them, you know, like I'm just doing this, this might last 30 days. It might last, you know, three years. I have no idea, but at one point you're going to get a call from me. That's going to say, Hey, you've got 30 days to get out. Um, and they all obliged luckily for me. And, um, so it was right around like middle of May that I was just like, we really haven't seen much of a drop off. Now I will say, I talked to a lot of friends that I have in like, uh, you know, the, the vacation areas. And for them, it was more of like June was when they started to feel mm. that everything was starting to get back to normal. Okay. Um, I know a guy that has 30, uh, units over in Newport that, I mean, he just took a bath when it all happened. He went from grossing over 50 or sorry, grossing over, um, uh, half a million every single month to oh, only grossing about 50,000 on, uh, April, May, and then June, like I said, he was getting back to normal. So, okay. um, but you know, if two months is all that, you know, you really get impacted, then to me, this industry can, can get yeah. through just about anything. Well, I think there's a couple of things in that first and foremost, I think, again, this is our first health crisis for all of us, right? Whether you've been in the game 50 years or five minutes, it's, the first one. So I think what you've learned in this is I think you've seen the worst case scenario other than outside yep. government intervention and right. like cease and desist things. Right. This is, this will be the most or the largest impact on demand, supply, fear. Um, you know, so good news. You've tested your worst case scenario, I think. And, you know, if it's I, I think months, so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, like you said, outside of, you know, the city or the state coming in and being like, you know, you can't do rentals under 30 days. I, I think this was absolutely the the most yeah. impact we would have had. Yeah. And again, I'm not calling for that. I'm just trying to think of what, you know, might be the you know right. outside force that we can't see coming the black swan, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, you know, now as you sit here in November, did did your clientele change at all, right? We were talking traveling nurses and workers and families. Did you see a difference or like, are there more vacationers maybe perhaps? I mean, what, what did you, you know, learn pre and post? I, I would say, oh, I will say this from the client perspective, we did not have uh, much of a change in terms of who we were hosting, Okay, but we just saw that while before it was probably like, 50% family, 30% business, and 10 to 20% of the vacationers going okay. to Yosemite or LA, San Francisco. Now it was like 60-40. It was like 60% business and 40% family and like almost no people going to Yosemite and doing the vacation stuff. Okay. Um, we'll get a few trickling in now, but those are the ones that are like messaging us a week before being like, do you think it's safe to go over there? Do you think they're going to shut it down? You know? And so they get a little bit more nervous. Yeah. Um, but the number one thing I did learn is I could really um, get away from these one or two night stays and do more of the five, seven, 10, 14. We have shoot, Mike, we have a guy that's staying for a year with us and we're not giving him a discount. And it's wow. like, yeah, it's like, 
wow, like I, I thought that if I was going to do the, you know, 14 day or more that everyone was going to be asking for a discount. And that's just not the case. I mean, we have a four bedroom, two bath in, you, you know, Fresno, I mean, mm -hmm. it, off Gettysburg between Chestnut and Willow. Oh, wow. An, yeah. an okay area. Yeah. Right. Um, in the month of December, I'm grossing $6,300 there at a four bedroom, <laughs> at a four bedroom, two bath, that, that house, just so you know, ARV on that is about 270. Like, right. so to me, I'm like, holy cow, one person staying for 30 days and paying that much. Yeah. There's a market for it. And yeah, so I, I just didn't know that. And, and so with us kind of transition that, that gave me the confidence to scale this because I was like, if I don't have 20 places that have 20 turnovers all in one day, that means yeah. I can have maybe three or four turnovers on 20 places on a daily basis. And I yeah. don't have to hire this giant cleaning crew. All I right. could have a team of seven to eight and be okay. Um, well, cool. Let's, let's, let's get into this more in our second segment. The, the yeah. net out this first one, Eric, we were afraid earlier in the year, a couple of months in started recover and you've tested plan B and you're, and you're happy with where you're at. Is that fair? hundred percent. Very cool. Where Kyle, where can people find Fearless Investor? Uh, on any of the podcast platforms on YouTube, just Google search the uh, the Fearless Investor. You can also follow me on Instagram at Fearless Kyle. Our website is fearlesskyle.com. Very cool, man. Thank you very much for your time. I look forward to episode number two. Thank you.